0: listening to the Becoming More Me podcast with me, Teresa Lear Levine. You're already enough, but if you're anything like me, you thrive when you're stretching and developing yourself, creating more of the person you feel called to be. This podcast is here to inspire and support you. Let's release the negative, reinforce the positive, and elevate our vibe together as we tap into our limitless potential to transform and grow. Well, hello there. Thanks for joining me today. Oh, well, (laughs) I've gone and done it again. I um, found myself over the weekend and leading up to it, really starting to get into a space that was uncomfortable and negative and not feeling good. And it was in this contrast to also doing a super positive and amazing immersion workshop with one of my mentors and really wanting to be present in it and realizing how much I couldn't because of just general life circumstances. And it started to pile up on me. All the things that weren't getting dealt with right now or that couldn't get dealt with right now, all of the... Goals that I wasn't able to meet because of life, you know, not because I wasn't trying, not because I didn't have the desire, but because there are only 24 hours in the day, and mine right now are pretty maxed out. And I have not been holding the space and giving myself grace within whatever space I do have to get through it in a way that was more positive. So, you know, if you've been listening, you know, I mean, my, my hours have been crazy lately and I am, I'm in the process of launching a new program. I am trying to get the kids settled back into regular school while we also are having some major issues around the national bus shortage that's affecting multiple children of ours. And adding many hours of driving into our weekdays. And, you know, just in, my husband travels a lot, and there's just a lot of unpredictability on any given day around here. And I'm a creature of routine. So I can only go for so long, just um, adapting at a moment's notice and going with the flow and all that kind of stuff before it just kind of catches up with me. And that's what it felt like was happening. It felt like there hadn't been space for me to be heard or understood by my husband, even by my kids, and that I wasn't able to hold the space for any of them to be heard or understood. And that we were just kind of frantically going through the days. And that is not how I like to live, but I have the gift of consciousness around that. and it's a gift, but it's also, it's a double-edged sword because when you're conscious about things and you know that there's a better way, you can sometimes beat yourself up about it. And that's kind of where I found myself, um, not giving myself that self-love and the compassion and the space and the grace. And instead being like, you know, why haven't you figured this out, Teresa? Like, you know, why, why can't you, why can't you fit 48 hours worth of stuff into a 12 hour period? Um, why are you not superhuman? And you know, not acknowledging all of the insane progress and accomplishment and consistency and support and everything else that, that I pour out each and every day, regardless of what else is happening in the world and in my world. So I really had to get and make space for that. In fact, you know, it's, I I really like having time to catch up with my husband and just, you know, be able to talk about, you know, what's going on with each of the kids. We have four kids. So it's not like that's a five minute conversation. You know, it's nice to have a longer period of time to chat about, you know, what's going on with them, what they need, what we can do for them to, to revel in, just be in awe and appreciation of the wonder and beauty that they bring into our lives. And also to reflect on our own relationship and marriage and what we can do to better support each other and to make things even better going forward. It's, it's not been an easy year to find that kind of time for reflection and it, it becomes obvious and it starts to add up and that can really kind of get hard. But on Sunday, we just stopped everything, and you know, we just took the time to make it happen. And I think it was really uncomfortable for both of us because my husband's not much of a talker. Like he would just process things internally forever. If I was never like, "Hey, you know, how about we, uh, how about we talk?" <laughs> and I don't like being the person that's like, "We well, need to talk." I like to have conversation happen more naturally, but maybe you're in this stage of your life too, where there is not a whole lot of space in our day for things to happen in an unplanned fashion. And no, I'm not a fan of that. I wish there was a lot more space. And that's actually something that we're in the process of carving out and figuring out. But right now in this time, we need planning and we need it bad. <laughs> so that's what I feel has been most missing. And also, it's like even if we were able to plan really well, these last couple of months have thrown so many curveballs that plans have just been not being followed through with because it's not possible. So trying to find that space, like I said, that grace to just figure out a new plan and keep moving forward is kind of where we were at. So despite the fact that it was pretty much the only like time that we had with only one kiddo around, this was, you know, Sunday morning, we decided to make it happen. So we had, you know, two of our kids were, were off at religious school and one was away for the weekend and we just had the little guy and he's pretty easy to occupy or get doing something if, you know, we tell him, Hey, we need a little bit of time, but It also feels like time that, gosh, like we could be, you know, getting this project done or that project done. And it's really hard to just sit. But I think that's what a lot of people have trouble with. And I, you know, I never exclude myself from that when I'm talking about things that people struggle with or whatever, like I am people, I struggle with them too. And I have just been able to find, thank goodness, some amazing coping mechanisms, some amazing ways to get conscious That have allowed me to be able to kind of come back to where I want to be faster and to be able to make more progress when the going is good. And we all have hard times. So, you know, as much as we like wanted to be pushing forward with the things that we needed to do, we could see that the week ahead, the month ahead, the year ahead, all the things ahead were not going to be as smooth if we didn't just pause. Reflect, breathe, acknowledge, hear each other, and hold space for each other because you know both of us aren't receiving and being able to give in the way that we want to right now. And it felt good, I mean, it took several hours honestly to go through and catch up and everything else but it was important to me even more so than normal because tomorrow as this time of recording right now is our 13 year wedding anniversary. And we have some plans to go out and have dinner together. It's not actually going to be on our anniversary. It's probably going to be the night before our anniversary. It's probably going to be tonight (laughs) and to celebrate because that's when my, my son can watch the other kiddos. And like I said to my husband, I'm like, I do not want our anniversary dinner, our time to be really celebrating us to be time that we're spending catching up on mundane things that honestly aren't super fun to talk about. So making the time for that was really important to me beforehand because I want to be able to just enjoy him. Tonight and have him just enjoy me and not have to talk about things or have an agenda, just be able to be in the moment and just feel it. So that was enough motivation for me. That was enough of a why for me to be like, okay, despite the fact that, you know, we're giving up several hours of a time that, you know, and we both love being productive, you know, who doesn't? But I think we're going to be way more productive and way more connected and calm, and confident about this week to come because of the time that we took to do that. And I bring that up because I feel like it's really easy to get lost in the shuffle these days. It's really easy to let time go by in relationships and not feel like you can possibly even catch up or mend things that need mending or hold space for Healing and everything else. And I just want to make it known that there is that time. You have that time. You have that ability. And all the things that have you shuffling don't mean squat if you can't make the big picture feel good. And, you know, that is one of the things that. Not only I love helping myself with, because who doesn't like to feel good in their life, life? And you know, in the funk that I was in over the weekend, I was not feeling good, but I love being able to help other people figure that out, because I know what it was like to marinate in that, not just for a couple of days, like happened to me this past weekend, but for years. And it sucks, and it's no place to live it's, you're not living in that space. You're either freaking out about stuff that already happened or stuff that hasn't happened yet. And you're just not in, you're not in your present moment. You're not able to put your best foot forward and you're not able to do what you're inspired and here to do to, to, you know, fulfill that purpose and to really feel good about it. And I've also noticed it's kind of funny as we were talking, my husband and I, um, I said to him because I'm somebody who likes to track things. I like data, and I I think you know almost every you know thought or feeling or thing that we experience is its data. It's data that we can use to figure out more of who we are and who we want to be, and what our patterns are, what patterns are good for us, and what patterns are holding us back. You know, data is a good thing, and so I try to track my moodiness. And I used to think that it was more like, as far as like my menstrual cycle, like more of a PMS kind of thing, but I've actually noticed I tend to get a lot more inward and frustrated and um, hard on myself as my period is ending. And it's had me doing a lot more um, thoughtful research into kind of like The seasonal alignment, if you will, of the menstrual cycle, and I think a lot of women don't don't acknowledge that a whole lot. But you know, are if you then there's there's tons of experts out there on this, and lots to learn. And I'm just in the beginning phases of really not just learning, but like applying and trying to figure out like when my best times during my cycle are for different activities and when the times are that I should really just not even bother because it's like uh, it's like an uphill battle versus feeling really like in the flow. <laughs> no pun intended. Because um, they, it's said that our cycle has a winter, a spring, a summer, and an autumn, just like the year does. And I think almost everything in our life has a cycle. But when we really tune into our own Body cycle, then I think that we can be more productive. I think that we can be more present. And I think that we can have an overall month or, you know, however long our cycle is, that feels so much better at the end of it. Because each one of those seasons has possibilities and gifts to it. And it also has this this shadow side of it that you can really like get tripped up by and find yourself um, struggling with regularly if you don't become conscious of it. And then also each season has these like magical superpower kind of aspects to it too, where, you know, you can access and tap in things more easily than other times. So when you're actually... Like if you think about, let's just go for autumn because that's the season that we're in right now. That is before you menstruate. And that is when you need to just like rest, like say no more often and just kind of allow space. It's when you are sometimes having... Um, as far as like the trip you up stuff, like that's when like rage can surface and you can really be critical of yourself. So that's something to be looking out for. And it's a great time for working on your boundaries and discerning things and questioning stuff and kind of looking within. But the um, you know the possibilities and gifts are that that's a great time to face your inner critic and to really lean into your truth. And then you move into winter when you're actually menstruating. And that is sometimes just exhausting and it's hard to hold your boundaries. You lose them. And it's a time when you can really kind of be more spiritual and look more at your inner self, maybe even dream. And it's a good time for time alone, quiet space, just Being with yourself, then you move into the spring of your cycle, which is pre ovulation, and that is when you know you can really sometimes be too vulnerable and everything can just feel like too much. It's a really good time for experiments, new ideas, uh, just a fresh look on things, perspective, and. As far as possibilities and gifts, it's a great time for just like being tender, for accepting yourself, for allowing yourself to be vulnerable and allowing yourself to, to fail at things. It's a good time to try something new and to be open and accepting of how that may or may not go the way you intend it to. And then there's the summer of your cycle. And um, that can really be overwhelming you can have a lot of like, just kind of um like manic thought and just a lot of overwhelm and things feeling like really weighty on you. It is a, it's a good time for celebrating yourself. It's a great time for saying yes to things. It's a really good time, like um sexuality wise. And it's a good time to like reflect and see what you've achieved and celebrate it and to create that ease of doing all these amazing things that you um, are able to accomplish. It's a good time for accomplishment and also for celebrating things that have been accomplished. But, you know, just have to remember that each season is a little different. So once you, if you, know, if you, if you track things, if you're somebody like me that likes to, you know, track your periods and see what's happening at different times in the month, whether it's, you know, what's showing up on your skin or what's showing up in your inner self or whatever, you can really learn a lot. And, you know, your seasons may last longer or shorter than other people's, depending on your cycle, everybody's unique. So it's really something that is specific to you, but Um, experiment with it and see, because I have definitely gotten a lot of really interesting takeaways in tracking my moods and what I feel compelled to do, like, you know, home projects, organizing, or like writing and creating on the computer, or just being with family and withdrawing from, from work and just, um, you know, being outside, going for walks. like there's There's different times and days when I want more or less of those different aspects of my life that make up my life as a whole, but I have more or less of them on some days and I feel more or less called to some of them on some days, if that makes sense. So pay attention to that because you can kind of start organizing your month Little bit better and know, like, oh gosh, this is definitely not a time of month to take on that task or to do that thing. Or, like, this is totally the time. Like, I need to clear other things off of my schedule because this is the time that I need to be writing or being with family or taking that vacation or doing that workshop or starting, you know, some kind of new therapy or self care or whatever else. So, I encourage you to check that out and also to just keep time, space, and a place for yourself and your feelings and know that feelings don't always have to be positive. You know, I'm somebody that people think is kind of the eternal optimist. And I think, you know, both being ADHD and just having a lot of practice and marination in self-work and self-development, personal development, and um, a lot of coaching and EFT and things like that under my belt, I find it easier than ever to reclaim my positivity and to reclaim my perspective, but it wasn't always that way. And it doesn't happen overnight. And I still get in ruts of the very things that I help other people out of all the time. They still happen to me. So just remember, there's always going to be challenges in our life. And if you're, you know, building a business, guess what? There's challenges in the beginning of that, there's challenges in the middle, there's challenges in the end. And it's the same with marriage, with friendship, with whatever it is that you're working on in life. There are cycles to it and there are challenges. So finding somebody to pair up and work with and be on your side and help you to recognize those challenges. And to give you the accountability to continue working through them is so very important. And if that's something that I can help you with or hold you to, or be a support system with, please reach out. There is a link to to a way that you can get in touch with me and to spend a little bit of time chatting about exactly the challenges that you have going on in your life and to see if or how I might be able to align with you and help you with those in the show notes. So check it out. I would love to meet you and understand more of what's going on in your life and be an ally on this, the, all these, you know, trips around the sun, this thing called life. It's a crazy ride and it's, it's good to have help and support on that ride. Thanks so much for listening. If you loved this episode, please share it with a friend or post on social media and tag me so I can personally connect and thank you. Until next time, keep taking bold and brave action steps towards becoming more of who you want to be in this world. You are capable, you are worthy, and you are enough. Keep shining your light.